Welcome to Truth and Lending, America's coolest, hippest mortgage and real estate news podcast. Heck yeah. Today's show is all about short-term rentals and second homes. Is it too late to get into the game or is it all just hullabaloo? Mm, I think it's too late. Find out why we're not racing out to buy a short-term rental anytime soon. Well, hey, you may have noticed Katie is back from the other side of the planet. And also, Greg showered today. Yeah. I did. I'm feeling there, clean. There are so, so nice many things garage. to celebrate today on Truth and Lending. <laughs> today is July 10th, 2023. Welcome to Truth and Lending. Welcome we back. Welcome back to the fellow listeners that keep listening. Yes. And welcome, welcome back, new Katie. Oh, yes. Hi. This is kind of a big deal. I'm super stoked that you're back. I know. It's been two whole weeks. Wow. It feels That's like it? a lot longer than that. That was only gone 10 days. So <laughs> Felt longer. You guys just got two episodes in without me. Greg was so Thank sad that you were here. It. It's like, these are the longest shows of my life. <laughs> He's like, Randy, Please stop talking. I don't. can't even say anything. <laughs> I got a few words in. We did good. <laughs> you got you got more words than you. We'll give you more time. Yeah, so let's talk about <laughs> second homes and short-term rentals, you guys. Let's do it. Uh, what is a short-term rental? A short-term rental? Oh, Greg, I think you can answer this. Short-term rental is a rental that is 30 days or less. Oh. 30 days or less. Okay. Yeah. And what is a second home? Second home is a second home that <laughs> you live in. 10 days a year? At mm, least. I don't we'll think get that's into correct. that later. That's not. I think it's at least two weeks yeah. out two of Two weeks, year. yeah. Yeah. So short-term rental services like think. what uh, VRBO, Verbo, Airbnb, Vicasa, there's many, many other ones out there that we haven't listed. But yeah. short-term rentals, you know, I mean, anytime I go to the coast, anytime I go anywhere, I don't really like to stay in hotels anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think short-term rentals have been great. Yep. You know? Yeah. We didn't do any short-term rentals in in Bali, but it's it's a nice option. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I prefer. Over there. You know what I prefer over a hotel or a hotel over like a short-term rental. When the beds. Mm. I feel like so many people in short-term rentals, the beds are skimp. just they yeah skimp. they skim. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. Let's go. To, let's go to Hobby Lobby and <laughs> slap some stuff up on the walls and. Yeah, there's so many short-term rentals that are just like yeah. uh, the sticker floor floor panels or anything. You know go to I the mean? $99 like, mattress the factory. And, yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot of old homes that have just been painted and they creak yeah. and they don't work very well. Yeah. The last one a, I stayed in, the power went out. In. I think that's yeah. like the whole theme with going on vacation is that you're really only needing your place to sleep because otherwise you're exploring the area. That's know? right. Mm -hmm. So... So the legal definition, Greg, if you will, of a second home is a property that one occupies for a minimum of two weeks per year. Ooh. So it was very popular in recent years as the short-term rental companies were coming out. Specifically 2020 and 2021. Right. To buy second <laughs> homes. Like, yeah, we live at the coast for minimum of two weeks out of the year. And then the rest of the time we'll rent it out and make a bunch of cash. Yep. Mm. And so. interest rates were the same. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, second home interest rates, uh, down payment requirements were a little bit different. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd only had to have 10% down to buy a second home, uh, which is still the case. However, the uh, loan level price adjustments are a little bit ridiculous. Yep, Ooh. very, very high now. They're the yeah. same as investment properties. So yeah. It is very unattractive. Mm -hmm. um, so just in, gosh, when was that? January 2022. So yeah, right. up until 2022 came along, that's when they changed those LLPAs. So 
and identical to the investment property. So we are going to put a stop to your fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what Fannie and Freddie said. I thought you were yelling at me. <laughs> no more fun will be had. Yeah, yeah. No more buying yeah. all these properties. Yeah, yeah. And back in April, USA Today reported that second home mortgage applications are down fifty-two percent from pre-pandemic levels, compared to primary resident loans, which are down thirteen percent. Yeah. So all loans are down. Yeah, makes sense. But specifically, the second home. Second home loan <laughs> applications are down fifty-two percent from and there pre-pandemic. Were How? Ever, year over year, Redfin came out with a study uh, just a couple of weeks ago that second home applications are up 128% from this time last year. Interesting. Oh, wow. It feels conflicting to me. I feel like there was a lot of times that people wanted to buy an investment property and you could say, well, do you plan to be there, right? Mm -hmm. Are you going to use it for your own personal use? That makes sense. Now you can get a lower interest rate with this option. So second home is actually what you're asking for. So that was an easy one that, of course, applications are going to look like they're higher on the second home. But then now I almost feel like people are wanting that investment property, but having a lower down payment option is more significant. And so I think that's probably what's driving those. Yeah, and I mean, cash cow, right? Mm-hmm. Cash cow, second home. I've heard so many people, and I have not gotten into the second home business. Okay? Yeah. I have not, well, excuse me. It's not that I have not gotten into the second home business. I have not gotten into <laughs> the short-term rental yeah, yeah, yeah. business. Yeah. But I've heard some people are just like, you know, yeah, my mortgage is two grand a month, and you know, during ski season, I'm making six grand a month. It's mm-hmm. so great, man! I don't have to do anything and go to coffee. I can do all these things, and yeah. it's just like, man, did I miss the boat? I feel like I might have. Maybe, but also you have to, you have to take care of it. I think you're going to go into that later, but I always yeah. think about the fact that I don't want to change bed sheets <laughs> <laughs> every time someone stays over for a two night stay. Greg, do you yeah. want to change bed sheets? <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a hassle. It does kind of seem maybe like a, a hassle. But maybe doesn't it pays. It? Maybe it I pays. Don't know, well, maybe. The, the property management for short term rentals is expensive also. Yeah. If you don't want to do it and have someone else do it, you're looking at 25, 35%. Hey, yeah. there's, a co- there's a cost of everything, man. You know, there just is. <laughs> so let's talk about some pros and cons. But first, if you have a beach house, yeah. We'll, we'll come. Can I I stay there? (laughs) Yeah, just let us know if you have a short-term rental that you want us to check out and give our feedback on. (laughs) You've been cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Randy's room. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just this is the best music ever. You guys got your own, but it's not as good as this one. (laughs) So let's talk about the pros and cons of having a second home. Um, You can put it into a rental pool, right? So you can have. Uh, you know, places like Airbnb, Verbo, Vicasa, some of these other ones mm-hmm. uh, rented out. There are certain communities, like in our little community, our neck of the woods here, uh, Sun River has its own rental pool where they manage all of the uh, second home yep. short-term rentals. Um, you can't really put it in, into a swimming pool, but if you have a swimming pool, you can charge more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, you can write off short-term rental expenses on your taxes, mm-hmm. on your Schedule E. Uh, fancy that it's treated just like a long-term rental and there's a little box that says rented for how many days of the year so you get all of those fancy write-offs your taxes your insurance if you've got a mortgage your mortgage interest Mm -hmm. uh, if you had to replace the roof or you had to do any of those things you get all these wonderful write-offs tax advantages yeah Um, you can also use short-term rental income for qualifying with a minimum of a two-year history 
on the property. Yeah. So one of the cons being year and a half. Nope. Nope. You cannot use short term rental income nope. to qualify. <laughs> whereas buying an investment property or a long term rental LTR, I've abbreviated it. I mm. like abbreviations. <laughs> allows you to use seventy five percent of the income. Yep. So people who are buying a short term rental can buy it as a long-term rental or buy it as an investment property, right? You don't have to buy it as a second home. You can buy it as an investment property and the appraiser is going to fill out the appraisal rent, the market rent analysis. Mm -hmm. And you can use 75% of that number to offset the mortgage. So you can Mm. help use it to qualify that way. But if you're buying it as a second home, you don't get to use any of those rents. Question for you. Mm -hmm. STR income qualifying with two-year history what if it's an already established uh str nope has to be with the new owner yep yeah okay yeah because if you think about it which i'm sure yeah if if someone's asking that question for a client how i would answer that (laughs) is you might not run your business as a Mm. short-term rental the same way as the previous person has so it's impossible to say that that is going to be passed on winner 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 um so you know fanny and freddie don't want us to have any fun right so they are way behind on this killers they are fun killers fun police they are the fun police yeah we're gonna we are gonna find out later uh in katie's segment as to why perhaps fanny and freddie are late to the game we're not there yet um another so here's a pro and a con um on short-term rentals they're subject to seasonality you know Mm -hmm. Here in Central Oregon, big ski town, but also big summer town. People love to come float the river and come to, you know, go see the concerts. And depending on what... seasons. Right. And, you know, when kids go back into school, uh, you're not renting it out every night yeah. for three, five, eight hundred bucks a night. You know, so you are subject to seasonality. Uh, there is a higher frequency of maintenance. Uh, Greg's going to come over to your house and change your sheets, you know, uh, <laughs> 10 times, for it. Yeah, 10 or uh, 10 or 12 times a month. So, you know, you've got to do that. You've got cleaning. And instead of cleaning just a hotel room, right, there's a whole house to clean. So you've got cleaning fees, lots of expenses, which you can write off on your taxes. Um, <laughs> and there's also there's less recourse with a short term rental you know, versus a long-term rental. What do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is, you know, someone comes to your short-term rental and they have a party and things get out of hand, mm-hmm. right? You haven't you haven't established a relationship with that person, whereas with a tenant, you may have established a relationship. They may have been there longer. Uh, you've got a bigger deposit, right? Sometimes yep. you've got first, last, and security deposit. And with a short-term rental, a lot of times there's just that $500 deposit. Yeah. You know, less so, so less recourse with a short term. I, I say less recourse with a short term rental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion, but it should be yours. <laughs> um, you know, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about so with a second home, right? Interest rates and LLPAs are now basically dollar for dollar the same as buying an investment property. So what's why would I ever yeah. buy it as a second home anyways? Yeah. Now my wife and I had this discussion. And she said, if we buy a second home, it's a second home. We are not renting it yes. out. You don't People want are not in sleeping your bed. in our bed. We're going to buy a nice mattress. <laughs> yeah. We're going to buy a real exactly mattress. I was going with that. You know, we're not going to go buy Hobby Lobby. We're going to put real things on the walls. And no offense to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, you can. Uh, you know, so higher interest rates, higher loan costs, bigger down payment requirements. You've also got to have a certain amount of reserves. 
Uh, Fannie and Freddie still are saying two months reserves uh, for PITI for second homes, mm-hmm. six months reserves for investment properties. So depending on how you fill out your application, those things do matter. They matter. They do matter. And that for is... For lenders, make sure you know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Greg... My music is so much better than I yours. love this music. I think this is I think this fantastic. is great. I think you're vetoed. Yeah, oh, sorry, Randy. Mine is so intense. <laughs> <laughs> this is so jovial and happy. Yeah, I love it. Is so, that bad? No, it's great. It's, it fits He's your personality. It's just a dark cloud in yeah. this room. <laughs> so, uh, what have Speaking you got? Speaking of dark in your clouds, we're on yeah. YouTube. If you want to see the dark cloud over Randy's head, how, how can you how can you find us on YouTube? Uh, it's at Truth and Lending Podcast. All right. So that's easy to remember. Search it at YouTube. Yeah. You might have heard of it before. Tired of listening to this and want to watch us on camera? (laughs) Check us out on YouTube. I got to start trimming the beard up a little bit better. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But at least you showered today. I did. (laughs) We'll probably shower later, too. (laughs) Take it away, Greg. (laughs) Uh, Well, since we're talking about second homes, short-term rentals, all that kind of fun stuff, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, the rules and regulations with it. You know, prices in certain markets in the country are going up and down. Um, some up, mm-hmm. some down, as I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but each local area is different. Mm-hmm. And understanding your local market is very important. Um, what's going on, prices and all that. But also understanding rules and regulations. Yeah. You know, short-term rentals change from county to city. And it's all Makes very different. Makes such a big difference on what you can charge for a house, too. Anything mm-hmm. with, like, an ADU here or anywhere, I'm sure, they just immediately jack up as long as they can be used as a short-term rental. Yeah. And that's huge. Um, Here, a lot of short-term rentals are not um, passed on to the new buyer Mm -hmm. as well. So they have to reapply. Um, Which is new. That was like a newer Mm -hmm. change. Yeah. Yeah. So that's made it really difficult for a lot of people to continue short-term renting. It's also making transactions just really difficult for conversations with people. Um, So I love all the disclaimers that just say... Buyer to do due diligence. Yeah, <laughs> we see that a lot more now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. You find out. Yeah, and so just, give us an example. Yeah, great example. So we were under the rule of you can't have a short-term rental permit uh, within 250 feet of each other, mm-hmm. but recently, about three four months ago, they increased that to 500 feet. So they're really trying to reduce the amount of short-term rentals. Yeah, mm. and it's always changing. You know, there's cities out on the coast, for example. Um, they allow 75 short-term rental permits in the city. Whoa. So That's it? Yeah. Okay. Nothing more. Sucks so it's a lot of due diligence 76. that comes into it. Wow. <laughs> and I wanted to just mention, as a loan officer, since we have some of those listening, uh, <laughs> very important to understand some of these rules and regulations so yeah. that you can be the trusted advisor for your realtor partners. Yeah. I, I was going to bring that up, too. It's a good conversation starter. If you're mm-hmm. in an area that isn't Central Oregon, you didn't just learn a lot more than you expected to. Uh, reach out to your real estate agent and Mm -hmm. get a meeting with them of course always something that we want to do but it's also really valuable for you uh, to have that information so that you can pass it on for your clients so that five that 500 foot rule Mm -hmm. so it's if if you're already pre-existing you're you're grandfathered in Mm -hmm. i'm assuming right yep so do you have to go out there with the is the city of ben going to go out with a tape measure and make Mm -hmm. sure that they're exactly 500 feet and where is it measured from? Is it measured from, yeah. Is it measured from corner to corner, from the front of the lot or the back of the lot? I'm pretty sure it was lot lines from the oh, lot lines. but man. So many rules. Everybody's just trying to 
Take away please. my fun. <laughs> I don't it's understand how much fun I like to Ben's have. Ben's a fun city. Everyone wants to come it here. It is. Uh, Katie, we're so glad that you're back because I'm starving. Oh, I know I Greg's hungry. Some, I know. Cook up some things. Yeah, can you make? I was so confused. <laughs> come can, on into can my you kitchen. Make, Let can me make talk to you a little bit kitchen? about some Airbnb pot pie. Ooh. Oh, and I'm terrible at cooking, so it's a yeah. The, you don't the want pot pie is just deflating. No, just ca- like yeah. the Airbnb market. <laughs> Katie's right? Katie's kitchen is literally <laughs> just for look. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. I'm just reaching right now. I'm pretty sure it's one of those like you know department store fake box dishwashers and yes. stoves <laughs> in your house. In it's all don't just open that. Don't <laughs> touch that. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge doesn't really work. <laughs> oh, so you guys probably heard about the Airbnb revenue, the collapse that's coming in the housing market Mm -hmm. um this twitter post and so i clipped it at least for us to see but it's showing like the big city the metro cities are really starting to see this huge revenue decline so phoenix and austin were the ones that were highlighted having a 50 or sorry 47 percent drop in the revenue what Um, and and when i first read this i was like this makes perfect sense that if a lot of people are just really losing money they're in addition to potentially losing jobs, in addition to house like costs, cost of living going up. There's going to be a lot of sales that are hitting the market. And if the inventory suddenly sees this surge, we're going to see house prices change. Like in my mind, that made perfect sense. So I totally bought into the headline and I brought it up in a conversation. I was like, I'm kind what? of nervous about this. I want to look into it more. I haven't gotten a chance to. No so of course, freaking way. Yeah. Looking, looking into this more. Um, there was immediately other Twitter trolls that were like, hold on, here's the actual data. So um, this is sources from all the rooms, which specifically only uses Airbnb. Okay. And so what they looked at is called AirDNA, which covers uh, VRBO mm-hmm. and some other Vacasa, I'm sure. And so it was a drastically different. It was like less than 2% of a decline. Um, but of course, when you're looking at year over year, uh, the revenue has gone down. Sure. That's, that's for certain. Um, but but I think, you know, the concern that we're going to see this immediate inventory spike, it's so typical for all of the headlines that we see that are just like, wait to buy, the housing market's going to crash soon. And so you're going to get a lot of clients that are probably pushing back. Like, I'm going to wait until rates go down. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to wait. I know that the Airbnb thing is coming up. Uh, just <laughs> so gives them another yeah, another <laughs> feather in their cap to wait. Yeah, so making sure that you're, miss out. you understand it too. Um, some things that I kind of dove into one thing is that there's a lot of homes that of course are personal homes or second homes or are just a room that is up for airbnb so keeping that in mind a lot of people aren't going to immediately sell their house because they're getting less money they're just going to get less money (laughs) it's going to go closer to the recession so i noticed a thing that you don't have in your kitchen but i'd like to bring it hold on i'm not done yet. oh sorry Uh, the other thing is that you can just turn it into a long-term rental. So I think a lot of people are going to just turn homes into long-term rentals if they keep seeing that decline in income. Yeah. And, and rents have gone up. So why not? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's still going to be a thing. It might, it might actually decrease the rental price pool, which is is a good thing. Um, but the second thing is that the people that it's really affecting are those people that got into the Airbnb or the short-term rentals late in the game, right? That have these really high interest rates and then are seeing the, the income decline. So what they were expecting to get as income to qualify for it isn't there, even if they didn't 
qualify based on that income, of course, as we all know. But when you're assuming that much income, that makes a big difference. But I think the big thing is the time frame for it. I don't think we're going to see every single Airbnb house hit the market at the same time. So I think that's an easy one to explain to your clients that, well, even if this did happen, it's going to be over the trajectory of one to two years before right. people actually start selling their homes because they feel that pain. They're not just going to be a massive crash. Right. All of a sudden, all at once. Not all at once. <laughs> all right. So, go ahead and interrupt me now. Oh, <laughs> I even got the wink. Don't you ever do that again. <laughs> no, I so I uh, also on the Twitter sphere, I saw some data that said there are now more and it's in the, the line is inverted. There are now uh, more short term rentals than there are available homes to purchase on the market. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they've always sort of danced with each other. And now there are more than there are houses for sale. Yeah. So that could further soften the short-term rental market. Mm -hmm. What's your What is your advice to me? I, I want to go buy a short-term rental. I want to get in the game. Maybe I'm a little bit late. What is your advice? Wait until rates go. <laughs> 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 How about this cash, cash oh, only? Cash. Cash. Yeah, that's a good answer. Really though, yeah. I I think long term rentals make sense. Uh, short term rentals just don't make sense right now, especially seeing Airbnb, VRBO, Vacasa, all these these additional costs that they're adding to things. Mm -hmm. Like it makes more sense to rent a hotel right now because the cost of the cleaning fee, the two hundred fifty dollar mm -hmm. cleaning fee, plus the taxes, plus the you have to have a three night minimum stay. It's like you're seeing the costs just continually increase on short-term rentals, which is fair. There's a lot of advantages that you get with it, but hotels are becoming more competitive because they're able to be a little more transactional. Do either of you have any horror stories from staying in an Airbnb? Oh, I'm gonna put I you on. You I'm one. gonna put you on the spot because I do. I I had power go out go out at nine o'clock at night and couldn't get it back on till the next day. That's it. We just stayed <laughs> uh, back in April for my wife's birthday. We stayed on the Oregon coast in a brand new house right on the beach. Very expensive. Very fancy. You're so fancy. Mice. Oh, Ooh. no. Mouses. Plural mouse. Uh, and they were dying <laughs> oh because they gosh. clearly knew they had a mouse mouse's problem. And so they had been poisoning them. And the mice were coming out at night and dying. All over the house? All over the oh, house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have no. pictures to prove it. <laughs> That's so gross. Mm -hmm. Brand new house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. That's a horror story. I could not top that. <laughs> we did not get our money back. No way. No. So Discount? Nothing. No, but we left little mouses' carcasses all over the house for them to find. Yeah, as mm -hmm. you should. That's yeah. so gross. Yeah, we just kind of had to step around them. Oh, uh, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't have anything <laughs> related to that. Well, I'm glad that I had something fun <laughs> to share. Uh, all right, let's do the Truth and Lending Mortgage News. Greg, kick it off. What's DS? DS News. <laughs> What's DS News? DS oh News. DSN. Just DS News yeah. reports all cash. <laughs> oh. He's fired. DS News reports all cash home purchases are running at 33.4%, the highest level since 2014. 
over a third of the homes being purchased in America right now are being paid for mm -hmm. in cash. That blows my mind. Greg, I I'm never letting you read the news again. <laughs> Don't let me start <laughs> off like that. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. I, Real you bad. actually brought this up to Lindsay when I listened back, and I was really surprised by that. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So much cash out there still. That's so yeah. weird. Uh, mortgage rate, wa rate Watch says that there's not much relief for mortgage rates after the recent jobs report missed the mark. Mm -hmm. You guys all probably know that. ADP private payrolls came in over twice the forecast. Yeah, they were forecasting something like, you know, 230,000 yeah. Yeah, new jobs yeah. uh, added in the month of June, and there were really 495,000, yeah. you know, <laughs> clearly half a million uh, added jobs. So that gave us a nice Yay. big spike in our Swig. rates. Uh, <laughs> CNBC's Jeff Cox writes that job openings are down nearly half a million. Well, that makes sense because... A that lot of was people got jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my favorite one. Uh, Chicago Fed President Austin Goolsby. That is a great last name. Goolsby. Thinks inflation <laughs> can be tamed without a recession. Um, yeah. Well, I, you know what? No, We've been trying. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. A soft landing for the economy. No. Maybe. You ready for the pain that that's going to come? There's definitely going to be a lot more pain <laughs> until people stop spending money. Everyone's so terrified of these Fed rate hikes because I think everyone is now feeling it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people are seeing those credit cards, which we've been yeah. you know, mentioning and talking about. And the student loans are going to come due in September. And on our next show, that is going to be Randy's room. I'm going to talk all about it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Barry Habib is now saying that May 10th, 2025 is when rates will go down. Katie's a Barry Habib homer, uh, so I wrote that for her to read. I love that. We should do that like Colin Jost and <laughs> Michael <laughs> Shea where we just read, make fake headlines for each other. I like that. This oh, is a new thing man. that's coming. Average, <laughs> average rates clearly have gone up. Oh, it's disgusting. It oh. is absolutely disgusting. Oh, they're down, though, from, uh, yeah. from the peak. Yeah, 7.1415% seven uh, versus last time <laughs> we recorded our show on June 27th. They were at 6.92 for a 30-year fixed. The but number I think we that, peaked out at 7.22 this, yeah. this time as the yeah. average. Mm -hmm. And that was, pretty, that was pretty close to matching October 2022's yep. highs. 7.24 is, I think, what I saw. Yep, yep. And oh, fun times. We haven't done this one in a while. Yeah. Because there's there's not Premia. a whole lot of people to lose. Premium relocation mortgage. We have lost so many people. Was acquired by guaranteed rate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Hadn't heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Zillow closing services shuttered layoffs. Yeah. Look wow, you you know, you're just gonna read anything that's put right in front of you, aren't you, Greg? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Comerica is the latest to exit the warehouse lending. Of course, we know HomePoint uh, was the big one that was uh, acquired by the uh, the loan store. Yeah. And they have also exited. But other than that. Better.com layoffs in the real estate division. I haven't heard better.com in a long time. That feels good. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, hey, don't forget. You can find us on YouTube. Heck yeah, come check us out. At Truth and Lending Podcast. I'm a little more tan. You can also message us on Instagram at Truth and Lending Podcast. And I will also be at the Forward Academy. I didn't bring that up earlier, but yeah. the Forward Academy with Neil Home is Neil's Home, I think is his Instagram. So if you're planning to head there, hit me up, let me know. I would love to meet up with you. 
We can chat. Would chat you? lending news. All right. <laughs> so fun. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a blast. This show puts me to we sleep can, at We night. can also drink if that's, if that's more up your alley. That's why <laughs> that's why I listen to the show. <laughs> so I have a reason to sleep at night. <laughs> you have to escape this nightmare yeah. sometimes. All right, potato heads. It's <laughs> been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Till next week.